Well, dang, I'm more of a handyman than a storyteller, but I'm trying to learn to help, so let me get you caught up. You're kicked in the back as Invisible Bigfoot fucks you up. I don't know if you can understand me, but there are a lot of forces that have been trying to control you for a long time. I'm not one of them. It turns around and starts running away. Well, I guess we'll call that one a win. Can I investigate to see if I see, like, any sign of Donnie? Sarah, you got some problems. Go find Jill. (laughs) Put her in some handcuffs and put a dingy-dang harpoon through the shark lady or whatever. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to go salvage my marriage that you tried to destroy. I guess I need to figure out a way to close the portals to Atlantis. Once that third portal is activated, your best bet is to redirect I'm going to immediately hug Ari. I missed you too. I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but you look like shit. <laughs> With mirth and laughter, let old wrinkles come. All right, you ugly piece of shit, let's dance. Well, that's not very nice here, Ray Ray. I don't know why you talk to me that way. It's not Leo. It just sounds like Leo. We should take him into the Oubliette. He may have answers about Calliope. Yeah. We ain't doing that. We have to question him somehow. Uh, Ray stomps on his head really hard. No. Intending to harm him? Intending to kill him. Uh, fuck it, I'm gonna use never again. And I'm going to protect the swamp. Ray is gonna be really mad at me and I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna try to keep the murder off of Ray Ray and Sarah. But... Okay. Yeah, no, he's not going to beat me. I'm going to no limits after this fucking thing. We are the same. And the Mayaka Swamp Babe is finally dead. Frey, I'm sorry. We'll talk later, right? I'll meet back up with you on Mar. There is a low, barely perceptible rumble in the earth beneath them. Gullicochica has begun to sink. needed a minute well actually he said a day yeah i have his cell phone and his knife and i have a lot of his things and i think the portal is opening to atlantis right now so i don't know if we have enough time for that yeah i wasn't sure if i should like run after him i don't think he's very happy with me (laughs) well since we didn't have enough time for me to go over mine plan that I was trying to go over with you two before this happened. Uh, I had a vision of the future, and during the rain, the portal is going to open to the third seal of Atlantis. (laughs) Not a seal. That's a funny joke. Um, (laughs) Did you just laugh, Ari? Listen, it's been a long day, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Maron chuckles. We need to get back to the retreat, and I, we really need Ray right there so I can go over this planet, and then we really desperately need to go out to the center of the ocean. I don't think we have a day. 
We could call his phone, but it's in my pocket, and I don't think that would help very much. Is there a sort of gator signal that we could signal into the storm? I mean, he just perhaps... walked away. He well, just walked away like ten seconds ago. You could. You, was we he could running just follow him. with the speed of a gator swimming through the Nile? You see him out in the woods, just <laughs> <laughs> hands in his pockets, just walking away. He's Charlie Browning away right now. <laughs> no, he's he's uh, he's off camera. I mean, either one of us follows him or you summon him and piss him off. So I was about to say, do you think he would be mad if I summoned him? But that is the end of the world. I think he I'm, may understand. I'm sorry, did you say the the end of the, end I, of the yes, what? Yes, apologies, Rooster. If, I, I'm sure you've noticed my large chalkboard in the infirmary with all of the plans on how to thwart the oncoming apocalypse. I thought you were just writing like a book or something. Oh, yeah, you know me. Always writing yeah, books. Uh, let's some young, you know. young adult fiction. <laughs> That's me. I can't get enough of the stuff. Let's get back to the infirmary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody gets back to the infirmary just fine. I make Merog an account on the Switch so she can come inside. Yeah, no problem there. You get her in just fine. Sarah, I'm going to get to work on summoning Ray Ray back here. Do you want to fill Merog in on the last few months? Jesus Christ. You sure you want me to do that? I mean, you're the one here with the impeccable memory. I have a few holes myself. It's not quite true. Well, it's either that or you can set up the summoning ritual for Ray Ray. Quite frankly, I'm surprised, if I may, that... You brought me here. Um, you do know I work directly for Goodfellow, who doesn't seem to be particularly fond of you. Oh, so you have heard of me. Um, <laughs> I have a particular fondness for inviting the wrong people in here and creating more enemies than friends, but I have a good feeling about you, Merak. All right. Um, if you wanted to stab me in the back, there are so many times you could have already. I will keep this place uh, secret from Goodfellow for now. It's hard, but it is possible to say no to him. It takes a lot of practice. Ever since I saw you at Pool's Palace. Pool party, yeah. At the pool, <laughs> the pool party. <laughs> I've been doing some digging. I've, I've long suspected that Goodfellow has been manipulating my memories but you see the closer he gets to his end goal the more threads he has to keep up with he sometimes forgets to cull my memories and he's had me away on on busy work so i'm as clear-headed as i've been since i was i suspect since i was that little girl making that horse Honestly, it's best that you don't confront him about it. He was real shitty when I did. I heard you mention the portals to Atlantis, the 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 passages, if that's what they are. I suspect that the third and final one is opening currently, yes. It's likely that it's open. Do you know what he's planning? I would love to hear it from your point of view. The war between Atlantis and the Wild will be catastrophic. All of these worlds will be unable to hold 
the fabric that separates them will be rent asunder. I joined the FAE to protect people, not destroy worlds. That's what he wants. Puck, he's the prince of pandemonium. The goblin, the rudest mechanical. He resents the order that Oberon and Titania have imposed over the wild. The proclamations of the Fae. He hates the FAE and has only led it from its conception so that he can destroy it someday. That's why he torments the ones he plucks from the overgrown. He resents what it represents. I see flaw in his views. Hypocrisy, even. Chaos on repeat is just order in disguise. So, I don't know what you're planning, but I do know that he's envious of you. Have you ever met a man named Sabe Tate? No. You sound exactly like him. He taught me to see through the lies of Goodfellow. What, to what end does Goodfellow want to tear these threads when there's nothing left? What does he gain? He wants to stand on the ashes of what he's destroyed. He wants chaos and he wants to be the king of it. No more Oberon or Titania to answer to. Or Tom Brady. Tom Brady, some kind of fairy hero? Yes. I am going to stop, good fellow. We are going to stop, good fellow. Do you know how? Hmm. Not really. Merog, do you know how to kill a chronicle? Do you know how we can kill Robin Goodfellow? If, if I could, I wouldn't be here, but I have heard, I've heard Goodfellow talk about your capabilities with weaving different magics together. And I think that if you think there's a shot, I would be willing to make a deal with you to get you into the FAE headquarters to talk to the Chronicler. What sort of deal do you propose? Before we leave, you have to help me uncover the truth about my father's death. Do we have a deal? And she holds out her hand. Awkward. Sarah, are you going to say anything? Or? No, I think I'm just going to make a face at you. I shake her hand. Merog, I can tell you everything I know about Zegnar from my limited point of view right now, if you'd like. You knew him? I did. Oh, yeah, this is awkward. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to sit next to Rooster and shut the fuck up. He came to the Overgrown looking for you when you ran away. When I showed you in the mirror. What was he like? He was kind. And he loved you very much. And he did everything to protect you. I got you back to him safely, Ray Ray and Sarah and myself. And you helped me open a passage back to the wild. And that's when I should have stopped. I should have 
and just let you two go. But I, I thought that it was my duty as an agent of the FAE to make it clear to the denizens of the wild that there are laws. There are proclamations that must be followed. And I selfishly, through pride and trying to make good fellow proud of me, I went to the wild and I, I found your father and I turned him into the FAE. He didn't hurt anybody here, but he used his magic on people that I thought mattered more, and I was wrong. I don't know what happened after I turned him into the FAE, but I know that Goodfellow was involved, and I would be, for my sake as much as yours, I would like to find out what happened to him. And I'm sorry, Merak. Don't be. I think Ari might be, like, crying. At least a little bit. Not, like, sobbing, but, like, tears are coming out. I don't think she, like, reacts to your tears in a comforting way. I think, but I think she says very fiercely, she says, Do not be sorry. If my father violated the proclamations of the Fae, I honor your actions. I still believe in the FAE, though... Good fellow has twisted it into something different. Maybe once we take care of good fellow, uh, you can help make the FAE something good. Maybe if the world doesn't end. Uh, about that. We should go as soon as possible. Good fellow will be looking for me soon. You want to go to the wild right now? Well, just give me a moment, please, Maraga. Need to check one thing before we leave. Take a moment, but we must hurry, Ari Green. Time works differently in the wild than it does here in the overgrown. <laughs> and it's running out. Hmm. Thank you for your patience, Merak. I'm gonna take out my glass and try to look at the spot on the map and see what's going on there. Sure. Uh, I feel the need to move on to see to check in on Ray Ray. Where do you go when you walk off into the forest while the house burns behind you. Um, so I'm genuinely walking off just to kind of cool off, mm -hmm. clear my head a little bit, but then I want to see if I see any footsteps. Footsteps. Pink Specifically ones. big ones. Um, yeah, why don't you investigate a mystery? It is raining. Pink paint helps, though. That'll be a nine. Hold one. Uh, I don't even have to look. Where did it go? I think that you find the trail. No problem. You start walking that direction. And he... actually, if it's raining at this rate, I'm transforming back, I guess. I mean, you don't have to. You have control over it now. I, I have stress that I have control of it unless water is directly involved. Okay, sure. Yeah. You follow these giant footsteps that have little drips of pink paint around them. And you eventually walk onto a gravel road, like a path, not quite a full like street or whatever. And you still see depressions in the gravel where the big old feet were stomping. You follow it for quite some time, which I think is... 
probably not an issue to you at this point since you wanted to take a long walk anyway. Um, but eventually you follow these footsteps to a pavilion, you know, a place where uh, people might have a birthday party in a park, uh, a covered area with lots of picnic benches under it, essentially with some bathrooms attached. And you see some pink paint floating in the air. Bigfoot seems to be invisible, but staying dry under this pavilion. Uh, does it seem like he's like, so it's floating in the air, but it does, does it seem shorter? Like he's sitting down? Yes. I'd just like to go walk up to it and sit down next to it. If it'll sit there. Um, I think let's have you roll act under pressure to see if you can approach it in a calm way. Roll animal handling. That is a seven plus two, so that's a nine. As you approach it, there's kind of a rumbling off in the distance. You feel like you feel like you feel the forest move slightly, but maybe it was just your imagination. Um, but certainly, Bigfoot stirs. You see it. You see the paint move in the air, and you see one of the tables whip around and it kind of puts the table in between you and it. Uh, so you can approach, but it seems to be afraid of you in this moment. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just going to sit down, like sit down on the ground. Okay. Look at it. You hear it's breathing sort of frantic sounding stressed. Uh, hey there, big guy. I know we've had our run-ins, but you don't have to be out here all alone. Huh? Huh? Um, are you able to show yourself? Do you... Do you have somewhere to go? Family? Um, and Ray starts trying to gesture with his hands, like... I don't know, how do you gesture, like, multiple people? Like, hold up, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two i don't know <laughs> i think ray is just gonna stand up he's gonna walk towards the end of the pavilion and look at bigfoot and kind of just nudge and say i'm i'm heading home uh you can come with me if you want <laughs> and ray's just gonna start walking towards home then I guess we'll go back to the retreat. Um, Sarah, what are you... You didn't say a whole lot during the scene with Merog and Ari. Uh, Ari, I believe, is walking off to do something with his glass. What do you do now? Like, what is your... What are you, what are you up to in this moment? I mean, I need to pull Ari aside and talk to him. So can I follow him? Yeah, I mean, if you want to stop him from... I mean, he's going to look at his glass, so... Yeah. He seems like he's about to do some kind of magic. I'm going to grab him by the arm. Yes, sir. Ari, I know you you feel some sort of guilt for what happened to Zagnar, but we have more important things to worry about right now. Sir, it's not guilt. Good fellow needs to pay for what he has done to me, what he has done to Merog, what he has done to Seeb. We're all gonna pay. 
It doesn't matter what he did. Everyone's going to pay. The portals are here. They are a fixed point. They are a fact. We need to know how to stop the one who's holding the strings. You think he's responsible for Atlantis? He is responsible for everything. For all of this. You heard Merog, he is trying to tear apart the fabric of all of these realities, Sarah. If we can cut off the head, this goes away. Or at least it's a step in the right direction. I tried speaking to Detective Gerber. I tried to get answers from him, but his soul is gone. Merog still has some left, and she wants to help. And you you trust her? I mean, she's still in Goodfellow's pocket. And so was I. It's gotta be a big-ass pocket. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this could all be a trap just to get me to Goodfellow, but she made a deal. And those deals are sacred to the FAE. I was going to look through the glass and see if the portal is open yet. Would you would you like to look with me? Yeah, I I, I guess I'll look with you. Roll through the looking glass. Oh well that's alright. That's nine on the dice plus two is an eleven. I almost asked you what you see <laughs> what you see. Ice. That's my job. Water. <laughs> Lots of water. There's a pirate ghost. That's weird. <laughs> Why just spill your beans, Ari? You look through this glass and you see a clearer image of this portal um, that sits just beneath the surface of the ocean. You can see the texture of the um, of the Gulf water moving above it, but you can see beneath this murky water the symbols the language of the Atlantis runes. And you can see them glowing with this bright, multicolored light. And you can see that the circle at the center is open. Um, I will remind you that before, when you looked, you did get some information. Um, Mm -hmm. You did learn that once all three of them were active it was more it's more or less a done deal but mm-hmm. that you can slow down the process of Gullicochica sinking and atlantis taking its place by doing something to mess with the magic in these areas sarah how do you feel about investigating this portal with ray ray when he returns you're gonna go to the wild alone i'll have ignis with me i don't like the idea of you going to face your i'm not going to face good fellow i'm going to meet the chronicler i'm pretty sure that's not good fellow though he does have a lot of names hey merog the chronicler is not good fellow correct shh keep your voice down <laughs> Great, right. <laughs> yeah, the Chronicler is not good fellow, confirmed. 
what the hell do Ray and I do to mess with the the magic of a a portal? Well, here, take this, and I give her Stella. Maybe you could scratch up the runes or something. Um, also, here, take Ray's cell phone. I have no need for it in the wild. <laughs> Thanks. There's a very strange image on there about zombie bears you might want to look at, but I, I don't think it's important right now. <laughs> and uh, take a few of these wild bites. They might prove useful as well. But I firmly believe that you two have what it takes to slow the progress of these portals until I return. We were gone four days last time. I didn't have my wits about me then. It'll be fine. Yeah, see? Listen to Merrick, it'll be fine. I don't trust her. Well, she is the best hope we have right now, and we made a deal. I didn't make a deal. We made a deal, it's all good. She can't hear this conversation. <laughs> she has very big ears, Sarah. <laughs> That's that's super rude. <laughs> oh, you were you were half rooster, half marog there. That was weird. I think your ears are pretty, Marog. Oh, this is man. the shift we need. Those big old ears, I could do a whole lot of nibbling on them. <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate. I. This is not ideal, Sarah, for any of us, but. I mean, was this your plan? Was what my plan? Your big plan. Oh, you mean this plan on my chalkboard? Okay, yes. well, now that you've asked me, thank you. Um, <laughs> and I flip it over. There's a part on the chalkboard that's split from the party during impending doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, the first thing you can see is fine, Donnie Terrence. You've done that yourself. Cross that out. Thank you. Um, directly under that is find out how to kill a chronicled that is very important you see I've circled it many times for (laughs) emphasis below that is stop the portals but um, I'm just going to go ahead and erase that because we failed miserably with that and they are all active Um, you can see over here I wanted to evacuate Gullicochico but that was a long time ago and I don't think that will help Um, really no we're just flying by the seat of our pants right here I'm trying to figure out bullet point number two on how to kill a chronicled. Do you have anything you would like to add to the chalkboard? And I hand her a piece of chalk. If you take too long and we all die, I will find a way to haunt you (laughs) for the rest of your goddamn life. It's a deal. And I'll put out my hand. I'll shake it. Um, With Sarah's handshake, I'm going to pull her in and give her a hug. Please come back. I will be back soon, Sarah. Ray's not gonna be happy. Yeah. Ray's gonna be really upset. I'm not excited about how much you keep saying that in this episode. That's true. (laughs) That that you're not gonna be happy. Can this episode be called Everybody Hates Raymond? (laughs) Really fucking funny. Oh my god, that's so good. (laughs) That's really funny. Marog, are you prepared? Oh, yeah. I'm going to lead her out of the infirmary and head towards the passage that is pretty close to the retreat. Okay. Ryan, uh, Ray Ray is your character name. 
Last time we checked in with you, you were uh, chilling with Bigfoot. Yeah, gave him a nice little, hey, come, uh, come chill. And then I just started started heading home. Um, then, yeah, you get to the retreat to find that Ari is gone and Sarah is there. I did leave his phone and knife there for him. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, your your phone and knife are with Sarah as well. So I don't know if you head back to the infirmary, but that's what I think where Sarah was. What's everybody's mm-hmm. plan? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just heading back to the infirmary. So Sarah, you see Ray Ray walk in. <sighs> Do you feel better? I feel all right. Yeah. How about you? I'm okay. Well, Ari's gone. Like, did he <laughs> did he die? <laughs> <laughs> no, he went back to the wild. Marog was here. Big, all right, big blue girl. He went to find out how to kill a chronicle. Okay, it's the worst timing, though. Didn't somebody just like do it with a gun? I think Davin probably like killed some Horcruxes first, and then you know, like in Harry Potter. Oh, that actually makes sense. Wait, hold on, Sarah. This is. Sarah, this is bad. This is real bad. I think Ari has to die before we can kill Goodfellow. That's probably true. I've actually got a diagram made in this closet here. If you'd like, she flips to over that. my chalkboard and on the other side of the chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I think Calliope and Jill went into the middle of the ocean. And I have the coordinates, and we have to we have to go there. Now, do you mean the middle of the ocean or the middle of the Gulf? Because I guess the middle of the Gulf. <laughs> the middle of the Gulf is, you know, we can get a small boat and we can go there. Middle of the ocean is we need to find like a ship. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I can't remember. Was it the Gulf? It's the Gulf, yeah. It's okay. off the coast of where you are, which is the Gulf. Okay, that's what I thought. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> oh, well, piece of cake. All right, we have boats. Let's just, we, we can get a boat. I have one. It's a police boat. <laughs> I kind of stole it, but I also kind of stole a police car. It's It's been a day. Well, that means you don't have one. Someone else has one. Currently, you have it. All right, well, I'm, I'm past questions here. Let's go. Uh, I am kind of expecting Bigfoot. <laughs> what? I just dropped my glass. Is Rooster still in the room? Because I feel like Rooster would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Rooster's there. <laughs> what? Let me go talk to Barb real quick, and then we can take care of this. Ray, can I can I ask you something before you go? Yeah. Uh, what? What's up, Bruce? Um, I, I know I was freaked out for a while and, you know, um, I don't know. I came to the dump earlier cause I don't know. I just, I can tell things are getting dire for you and I, I don't know. I want you to know that I, you're my brother, man. And, and I'm behind you every step of the way. If, if you need anything, let me know, you know. Sarah's sobbing. It's the kind of day she's had. (laughs) I hug Rooster. 
<laughs> I guess she's got it. So no need for us to have a touching moment. It's just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just I need to make sure Sarah's okay. So yep, yeah, probably for the best, you just text me. Shoot me a text, you know? Hey man. I appreciate everything you've ever done for me. And I ain't going nowhere. He pats you on the shoulder. And I'll give him a big hug. <laughs> I am a gator right now, so <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I just picture it's another group hug situation <laughs> with the three of yeah. you. That's wonderful. I love you, Roost. Thank you. You stay put. We'll take it from here. Uh, hey, also, I'm going back to warn the ladies, but uh, we could potentially be expecting a very big, somewhat hairy uh, guest. Okay. Um... If you happen to see him, just point him in the direction of the ladies. Sounds good. I can do that. And be extremely calm. He's pretty chill. You'll know him when you see him. I've got no shortage of experience with working with dangerous creatures. I can I can handle it. All right. We don't have to make a whole thing out of it, but Ray would go back and talk to Barb and Maeve and just tell them, hey, we... Could be expecting some a new guest. He's a little irritable. Just make him feel at home. Point him in a direction. No problem, Ray. If there's anything I'm good at, it's making people feel at ease. All right. <laughs> I do think you'd notice when you go to Barb's hut that the creek that runs by her house is higher than normal. Maybe not a whole lot, but it's... It seems to be rising as it rains, which doesn't happen. It happens, but not incredibly often. Noted. It's like we're on a little bit more of a time crunch. Um, and yeah, Camilla and um, Maeve are both also in that area. Um, but everyone acknowledges your deal. And uh, yeah, unless we want to do anything in this space. I can move on to Ari. Yeah, don't need to take up too much time just telling everyone we could have a new guest and to be cool. So, Ari, you find yourself being led by Merog through the halls of the FAE headquarters, which I think we've described before as like weirdly like liminal and modern. At, whereas mm -hmm. the wild is generally a very uh, natural and vibrant and strange place. You're in disguise. You don't look like Ari Green. Obviously, you would turn some heads. If you did, you have some fey charm placed over you. What do you What do you look like? I think I'm a minotaur. A minotaur. Sounds good to me. Are you wearing a suit or are you, or do you just like look like a minotaur? A big buff barrel-chested. Let's do a minotaur in a black suit, a wild-facing FAE agent. Fun. I think as Merog leads you through the halls, you find that nobody really acknowledges the two of you as you walk through. You pass through rooms with people working on computers, like, not like today computers, but like, uh, like the 90s computers, <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. Um, boxy, off-white, like grayish 
um, with just like green text on the screens. She continues to lead you through this facility, and there are times where she opens doors and you walk out into a void with doors just floating all kind of askew and perwonkety through this uh, area, and she continues to walk calmly uh, through into the next door. Uh, there are definitely like parts of this facility that are weirdly liminal and normal, and then there are parts of it that are non-Euclidean and you know twisty and 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 strange. But eventually, uh, I won't even I won't make you roll anything because Marog is handling the directing here, um, and you've got a good disguise that she has put together for you. Um, but yeah, eventually. She leads you through a door, and you walk out, and you see a dark room. You can tell it's pretty large. Um, in the center of this room, there is a desk uh, with someone writing with a quill. He looks up at you, and you see now that this desk is on a stage. <laughs> And make your chronicle as rich with praise as is the owls and bottom of the sea with sunken rack and sumless treasuries. Ari Green and Merog of Zegnar, what can I do for you? Standing before you is the Chronicler, the first ever FAE agent, otherwise known as the Bard, Shakespeare. You did the thing. Sorry, I'm grinning very big right now. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I'm quite giddy. So I, I obviously know who this is. I'm just going to kind of uh, awkwardly half bow as I enter the room. Like hand over stomach, foot out. <laughs> oh, Ari, n no, that won't be necessary. Up, up on your feet. Come on. Do I look down and I'm not a minotaur anymore? <laughs> you can you can ditch your disguise. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and And when you look back up, you see now that... The stage that he is on is a recreation or uh, a facade, a um, an iteration of the Globe Theater. It is truly an honor to meet you. I love your neck collar thing. It's very flattering. Thank you. You can call it a ruff or a millstone collar, either it's way. A, I like your ruff. <laughs> Thank you. I also like it rough. Yeah. <laughs> Always away with words. Um... <laughs> <laughs> do you i assume you know why i'm here yes i know why you are everywhere let's circle back to that one he looks down and makes a face like he was kind of unsure about that and crosses <laughs> out some words that he had written on his page <laughs> are you held here or are you here willingly a complicated question that one a complicated answer i'm sure i I am here of my own choosing, though lately I find myself longing for a change of scenery. I assume you can only take so much of the globe. <laughs> That's a pun. I like that one. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> I am here to gain information from you. I need to know how to kill a chronicled. I, good fellow, is a long story that is due for an ending. A sort of end, yes. 
good fellow has a way of coming back around, but I would like a way to stop him, at least semi-permanently. I can help you with this, and I will. I'm sure you can predict the next verse. We are going to have to make a deal. What sort of deal? Though our interests are aligned, should you fail, good fellow will know that I helped you. I have but two requests. One, that you will summon me to the retreat. There I can be safe until you have done the deed. My second request involves your associate, Seeb Tate. He possesses the ability to create spaces for places to go. Ask him to create a pocket for me in my globe where I can continue my very important work as the Chronicler. Away from Goodfellow. Oh, only should you fail, of course. Of course. Once we've shaken hands, you know the deal will be completed. But I require information first. Yes, what would you like to know? I need to know how to kill Goodfellow. The how is easy enough to share. Shall we shake first? Do we have a deal? We do. I'll put my hand out. And he shakes your hand? I'm never going to wash this hand. <laughs> and now, your end of the deal. The power of a chronicled lies in the stories told. The words, how much they are enjoyed, and by how many ears and eyes. Some, like Seb Tate, are enduring, but are only passed down by oral tradition and the wood that shares his name. Chronicled of that sort can be harmed by any normal means. Because, you see, I create the Chronicled when I find a story I love. But I do not control the crowds. It's the audience that gives the Chronicled their power. To erase a story as oft-told as Robin Goodfellow, I will have to produce a summary of his life, his true life. Bring it to him and destroy it, and you may remove him from the dream from which he was birthed. Then you can do the deed you have been wanting to do for so long. If I destroy his story, I can destroy the man. Is that what you mean to say? Precisely. And what of Robin? What of Puck? Goodfellow goes by many names. I can see where this may create extra steps for you. But I know your story well, Ari Green. I have no doubt in your ability to do what is necessary. Well, good, we get to burn books to kill the bad guy. <laughs> I'll write new ones. Thank you. You've upheld your end of the bargain, and I shall uphold mine. But just need one thing from you first. Hmm? You're rough. For the, <laughs> for the summoning, I guess? You know it, baby. You can't <laughs> tell me there's a rough in the room. I'm taking it. I was going to have him give you a his quill. quill. Yeah, I know. But rough <laughs> but I don't too. want his quill. <laughs> I want his rough. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> uh... Uh, it won't be destroyed or anything. I just need something close to you to bring you back. Of course, yes. And he... I don't know how you remove a rough... Uh, I think it's a button in the back, like a snap. 
or a, how like a, a how button. would you possibly know that i'm googling it hold on i'm pretty sure it's a yeah just like snaps in the back right <laughs> i mean sure i'll buy it i just I, your confidence gives me pause is rough the poofy thing yeah, it's the poofy thing. I always imagined it was just like a scrunchie. Uh, it is like, Ryan is right. It is like a scrunchie. It just, it goes around. I've done a Google. And what goes around comes around. I don't think that's yours, but sure. He gives you his millstone collar. Wonderful. I put it on, obviously. <laughs> Man, I love that. Yeah, me too. This feels great. It's still got the warmth of William in it. <laughs> Honestly, it looks better on you than it did on me. Thank you. I have a very statuesque neck. Do you like Slim Jims? Would you like me to have some snacks prepared when we summon you? I can't say I've ever tried a Slim Jim. You'll love it. Don't worry. I will head back to the Overgrown and summon you post-haste. Unless there's Bye-bye now. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not something I would say. But I do think it's funny when your friend Donnie says it. I really love that you know everything we've done this entire time, and we're going to have to have a few conversations about that, but... It's pretty convenient, right? It's quite nice, actually. Wait, can you see what happens in Seab's pocket dimension? I'll never tell. (laughs) (laughs) I do another very awkward... Is Merog in here or no? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, shit. Sorry, I was caught up in... I was fangirling for a moment. Yeah, she looks pretty nervous, like she's, like... Ready to go. Snuck someone into her job and now has to yeah. sneak them out. Wearing a ruff. Um, I'm <laughs> going to do an awkward bow like I did when I came in and turn tail towards the door. Oh, okay. All right. Goodbye. It really was an honor. I'll see you soon. Um, As you leave... Um, now I want you to roll, I want you to act under pressure. Oh, is it because of a monster, magical effect, or phenomenon? Yes. That is eight on the dice, plus two is ten. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Yoda. Yoda's a uh, FAE agent, if you didn't know. <laughs> He's a chronicle. He's been talked about a lot. Agent Yoda. Oh my god. When you enter in through the hallway that's just a bunch of floating doors in a, in a void, mm-hmm. uh, you feel one of the doors drawing you towards it, but you are able to... Um, you notice that it's not the door you came in on, and even though Merog it like seems to be like... She, like she thinks that's the right way to go. Um, but you feel some sort of influence, something pulling you toward it. Merog, stop. Something is wrong here. What? That door is summoning me. What? uh, We need to, we need to go, Ari. This is the way, this is the way out. This is not the way out, Merog, I can assure you. Um, okay, uh. We need to find another way around. What trickery are you trying to pull right now, Ari? We need. I'm I'm trying to show you the way out. Merog, it is no trickery. Look for yourself. Look closer. Try to feel what I feel. Why don't you roll manipulate someone? God, I should have taken that move. I gave me a plus one to this. Anyway. That is seven flat. Uh, okay, so they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. I want to, like... 
this doesn't really make sense. I kind of want to like take her hand and hold it in mine and just kind of gently start to glow with the green magic, trying to like show her or let her feel what I feel or show her what I see. Yeah, I think that would work. I think even like you notice that you are able to shake her from some sort of trance, like she's just being drawn to that door as well. And she looks at the door and looks at you and says, We need to go. Yes, I fear we have not gone unnoticed, Merak. We need to leave now. Quickly. And she starts moving back towards a different door. I went, I just did like a sly half smile when you said that because I was happy, but I want that to reflect in Ari because <laughs> I was happy that you said the thing. Good, good. And then I get pulled quite roughly away, I assume. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as you begin running through the office halls of the Foreign Anomaly Enforcement, um, I am going to move to the other two. thing on. Can't you see the red light? God, how bad are your eyes? I can see the red light, but no one said to talk. Hi, I am Marie Redgate, and um, this is... Angus McRae. And we uh, fight monsters, because those are real. The boogeyman that you fear, they're real. That thing under your bed is also real. But we're here to fight them. Kick their ass, but, you know, that's close enough. Do you even literally think we should be doing this? I mean, who would believe a couple of uh, monster hunters from a little town called Hendrix, which we're stuck in, thanks to you? Thanks to me. I would have been gone a long time ago if I still had a car. But I guess you shouldn't have drove it off a bridge. We interrupt this bickering to inform you that we are Redgate and Wolf, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Why is it Redgate and Wolf? Should not be Wolf and Redgate. I do all the work, and as she talked about kicking ass, I do that. You wouldn't be able to go anywhere to kick ass if I didn't drive you there. Drive me. You drive me crazy. Find us on your favorite podcast app now. Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. Wait, do you... Hold on, do you hear that? Is it our AC? It's our AC. It's wedding bells! (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. He's not us. Because someone's (laughs) getting married. Me get married. He He got me. I'm already married. I'm getting married soon. Is Ryan here? (laughs) (laughs) Ryan's offline. Oh, no. I'm not going to redo my joke. (laughs) Wait, he's back. Hello, are you there? I can hear you now. You guys don't need to know that I'm getting married, but um, it may (laughs) slightly affect our schedule, uh, our release schedule. You're getting married? He didn't even tell us. Does this count as our invitation? We want to thank you for listening, and thank you for marrying me. You can send your wedding presents to P.O. Box 60934, (laughs) Nashville, Tennessee, 37206. Please don't send me presents. That would be ridiculous. Wink. Ian's (laughs) winking. You guys can't see him. (laughs) He is winking. (laughs) Oh, nope, he's asleep. (laughs) <laughs> I was nodding oh, off. No. 
the only reason why we bring this up is I want to tell you that because planning a, a wedding is difficult and it takes a lot of time. It's a good spice. Uh, one of the seven herbs de Provence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ will be there in spirit. As he is in every red-blooded american wedding <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyway our next episode will be the next lost in the wild which is exciting i've i've already more or less finished it um so it is called lost in the wild 2 ride the chaos uh that lost in the wild 2 we're going to be playing a game called escape from dino island by sam tongue and sam roberts and we have a special guest with us once again this time we are playing with the indomitable Mr. Ray from $2 Creature Feature. Yeah. I'm not in it because I'm a good father. But Mr. Ray held down the fort. There's a new Ray in town. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shrimp and Crits. That's no spaces, no underscores. S-H-R-I-M-P-A-N-D-C-R-I-T-S. I'm back, baby. And you know what I want? Oh, God. Do you know what I want? <laughs> I want them sweet, sweet, sweet stars, my friends. <laughs> I hate it. Give me the stars. I need them. I've been gone for a while because we went without stars for so long and I had to slumber. <laughs> <laughs> But I have returned, and I need you to pause this podcast right now. <laughs> Look at what you're listening on, and click those sweet, beautiful stars, and tell everyone that you're here because you love me. And you know... And you like the rest of them, but mostly I, you love me. <laughs> I have another special request here. Uh, we are sitting at uh, 68 reviews right now fuck are we almost to the good number i need the good number give me the good number mom we're almost to the good number <laughs> hey mom uh yeah whoever i mean you get us that 69th review i'll probably read it on the next middle trail no matter what it says oh we will oh my god yeah we, yes let's commit to this whatever i agree the, the the review says on the 69th review, we will read it on this podcast. Out loud. As long as it's five stars, I'm not going to read your hate. We'll bleep the sexy words if we have to. I'm going to say all the sexy words and no one will stop me. <laughs> We've actually tried to bleep Ryan before, but it just doesn't work. The program won't <laughs> allow it. His voice is more powerful. You give me the D <laughs> word. F word. The Q word. I'll throw some P's and C's in there. Whoa. And some Z's. I'll say the Z word. I'll do it as a bird, a horny bird. What about (laughs) the B word? Bonus content. You can sign up for our (laughs) Patreon at patreon.com slash shrimp and crits to hear all of our bonus content. That bonus. dirty, dirty B word. Give me that bonus. I would like to give a shout out to our new patron, Amber. 
thank you for joining, Amber. We literally couldn't make this podcast without you. Wink, wink, wink. Uh, I just want to remind you guys that our next episode, which is out October 10th, will be not the regular series, but it will be the next Lost in the Wild, like we said earlier. Uh, other than that, we will see you next time. I love you all so much. Enjoy the episode. I love you all. Love Bye. You all so I love you. I love you. I love you. I Goodbye. Love you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hate it. So, Ray Ray and Sarah, you drive to the police station where the boat is was last docked, and you start boating your way towards the third Atlantis portal. How's the weather? <laughs> <laughs> Hysterical. Um, it's bad. It's raining very heavily, and the ground, I think, before you get on the boat is... Like rumbling the ground, yeah, like low level earthquakes are happening mm. in Gullicochica, and you see waves uh rolling up onto shore higher than they normally get, um but yeah, you're able to get on the boat. I think if you see anybody, they are panicking mm. and afraid, yeah, Ray, I'm not gonna lie i'm I'm kinda uh, terrified, I already don't like the ocean and dark water. And now it's storming. You're the one that told me about the boat, Sarah. I don't... I know, but I, I forgot about this bad one. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. It's gonna be alright. I'll go out there. I'm gonna have some words with Calliope. I'm vroom vrooming towards these coordinates as best we can in this weather. Batten down the hatches, me matey. <laughs> if you start pulling that shit, Ray Ray, <laughs> I swear to God, this is not a pirate ship. Sorry, I've been on a real Pirates of the Caribbean kick. I just. <laughs> I know. Rooster thinks it's a problem. <laughs> you vroom and zoom uh, out into the Gulf, and you go quite a distance until you can barely see the shadow of St. Anne Island behind you. And you begin to approach uh, the coordinates, and you do see in the distance a shining multicolored light uh, just under the surface of the water. Well, that's gotta be it, right? Hey, uh, Sarah, if I don't, if I don't come back in 30 minutes, head back, all right? Wait, wait, you're gonna leave me in this boat? I'm not gonna let you go down there by yourself. All right, good talk. And I dive down. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay, Ray, you plunge into the center of this glowing. It's, it's essentially a circle. Um, and the portal itself is made of stone, but the 
inside of it seems to be hollow, at least now that it's open. And you plunge down into its depths, and the water shines uh, strange shimmering colors around you. As any semblance of the... I mean, there aren't really that many defining characteristics of the gulf this far out into the water, but... Uh, you you feel yourself transported to another place, and as you as you dive deeper and deeper, you see uh, objects begin to rise towards you out of the water, and you are approaching a platform on a high building. You see the bustling metropolis of Atlantis, but you also see that the people of Atlantis are ready for war they're ready to battle and you see massive war machines um and uh huge iterations of the like trash golem but they're not made of trash they're made of uh, more sophisticated pieces and you see the people of atlantis um in their creature forms ready to fight but where you are coming down upon is where calliope stands uh speaking with the omni okay <clears throat> excuse me calliope oh um oh gosh uh ray ray right yeah i think you got something that belongs to me yeah you're not wrong i Sarah told you I was sorry, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll be having that gem back. Okay. I hope you don't mind, um, but I made a few changes. What is all this about? What's your end game here? My end game? I, it's for survival. It's for my my people. You're willing to destroy an entire land just to replace it. You know, there's people up there. Willing? We we closed ourselves off from the overgrown from your home. We we had no idea that it would be that we would be showing up in, in near your home or or anywhere else. We we made a desperation play because it was either be destroyed by the forces of the wild or go into isolation as we did. Willing to, to destroy your home. Of, of course, if I had another way, I wouldn't harm you in the slightest. Where's going on this gym? It means that much to you, this gym. It means everything to me. Where's my mama's gem? Why don't you roll manipulate someone? Okay. Plus charm. Oh, I'm going... <laughs> yeah, fuck it. This is worth a luck to me. So oh, wow. I'm going to be one away from doomed. Y'all believe in family, honor, anything. That's my family's, and it belongs to me. 
I think you see a tear well up in her eye and she shifts toward you and you see the Omni behind her put up a hand and say, Calliope, no. And you see suddenly the disc behind her and it spins until the green gem is above her head and it flashes this green color and begins to float towards you and she lifts a hand and there's another green flash around the gym and the necklace that you had it attached to uh, before she took it is back around it once more and it begins to float over towards you. Yeah, I'll grab it and put it on. I want to start this by saying thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Now do you know all you're telling me right now, all that I can hear is that you and your people had a choice. Everyone up there, you are not giving them a choice. They have no say in the matter. So I'll see you up there. Because I'm here to give them a choice. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ray. I'm, I am. But if I see you up there and it comes down to me, my people, and you and your people. I'm sorry, but I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) I'll see you around, Clyde. And I'm going to start heading back. Uh, Yeah, you swim upward and you see the Omni begin to give Calliope a stern talking to. Um, And we're going to move back to see what Sarah was doing in that time. Sarah, Ray Ray leaps down into the center of the portal. Um, You are not able to get the, you know, if you keep going with the boat, you're going to crash into this stone, this apparent stone structure. So you um, have to stop the boat uh, near it. Uh, What do you do as you know you have to find a way to disrupt this magic or the island Angol Kochiko will continue to sink? Yeah, I definitely stopped the boat. God, I really should have asked Ari before he went into the wild what kind of things would stop some magic. You see the runes, you can look at it and investigate or jump jump onto the platform. I can can do that. All right, I will jump on to the the stone platform and look at the runes the waves are kind of like ankle deep and you do feel a certain amount of buoyancy kind of working against you um, as you walk on the surface i you know boats have anchors right i don't know yes the boat will stay where Mm -hmm. it is right Mm -hmm. i don't know Yeah. yeah i don't know how anchors work even in a storm you can anchor the boat it'll just wibble wobble everywhere why don't we get an investigator mystery role as you, but I'm going to give you minus one because the water is like threatening to like push you off this platform. Hey, I know I'm water, but I'm about to push you right off this platform. You fucking asshole. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. God damn it. It's a nine. Would have been a 10 motherfucker. (laughs) Nine's pretty good. Hold one. (laughs) Okay. What can hurt it? Sarah, you see that these runes are glowing 
above where they are etched into the stone here. Um, runes from your experience and uh, knowledge and expertise exist separate from the written rune, right? Like they glow and then they almost take on a life of their own. So basically what can hurt it here? You have a uh, magic sword and a magic shield. Uh, so you can certainly disrupt this magic with your the artifacts you carry. Um, now... Mm -hmm. You rolled a mixed success, right? So I am going to take a soft move here. Um, and that soft move is you see um, something. If you say a fucking shark, I'm going to be so <laughs> mad. No, Don't no. you dare say a shark, Ben. You see something shamble its way from the ocean onto the stone platform uh, about 10 feet away from you. And you see it that now that it's an arm of something and it begins to pull itself up onto the platform and you see a trash golem um, with its uh, shark tooth maw uh, hungrily gnashing at you. It is beginning to crawl towards you. What do you do? I'm going to... I'm going to take my sword out and start swinging ridiculously at these rooms. No time. I mean, I know there's a trash golem, but I want to try to hit the runes first with the sword, and then I will deal with the... <sighs> um, well, first of all, I think I would count this as you... Uh, as what could go wrong. You would. Because, you know, you're like... You're headlong into danger here. You could jump back onto the boat instead of, you know, trying to do this with this trash golem staring you down. So if you want to take your two holds, that's totally cool with me. Okay. I thought about doing it before I jumped onto the platform, but... Yeah, tomato, tomato. I wasn't sure it was necessary. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> I'm going to say this is a custom move, uh, roll plus weird, as you're trying to use okay. your magic sword to harm the magic here on this platform. Okay. <sighs> it's, it's a seven, though. It barely, I couldn't do math for a second, but it's a four and a two plus one. It's a seven. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. Barely um, made it. I'm going to say choose a glitch from the use magic list. I don't want it to be short duration. That seems to go against the purpose here. <laughs> or I don't want it to be a weekend effect either. Yeah, they're all I not great. Attention. <laughs> um, You've already got kind of immediate and unwelcome attention on yeah. you, so I don't think you can take that one. <laughs> Unless you want me to just... Pop a second one of these bad boys up out no. of the water. <laughs> no. Um, I'll just take one harm. Sure. All right. Take the one harm. Um, yeah, and you just swipe your sword through these glowing markings above the stone platform, and you see the you see a flash of energy just sort of almost like you, when you see lightning go through clouds, but not towards the ground, uh, but it's 
definitely not just lightning. It's multicolored energy. Um, but take that one harm and also take... There he is. Also take two harm as the Saint Anne Sea Monster just sends you flying off the platform into the water with his club arm. Is that one arm? One arm. <laughs> Is that one harm? Yeah, yeah, you're able to protect yourself from one of the harms with your shield. Okay. Uh, but you land in the water in the middle of the sea. This is my nightmare. And the trash golem begins to follow you into the water. Oh, he loves this. It's the opposite of being dried out, so I'm sure he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try to get back onto the boat. Okay. Um, so you just start to swim towards the boat? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to swim like crazy. How would you try to do this without getting... Um, give me a little flavor. How are you going to try and swim around this sea monster that's beginning to jump into the water between you and the boat? I think because of... I have my sword and this buckler already i think i start sinking faster than i expected so i kind of just go with it and dive and i want to dive like under it under him to the boat yeah cool okay roll act under pressure and i have my plus two i i mean i might give you minus one just because this is like your biggest fear or whatever it really is right like you're fucking scared right and you're diving so deeper on purpose god yeah it's a seven it's fucking barely no it's an eight sorry you dive into the water using the weight of your equipment to your advantage here um and you get under it because it jumps in the water and it is adjusting to being in the water you Make your way under it, and you're able to rise back up, and you're, like, kind of under the stone. Like, you see now that this is almost like a floating—I uh, mean, it looks like a solid uh, disc from the from below it. Um, but it's uncannily kind of floating here in the ocean, just above the surface. Um, and you sort of uh, brace yourself there, and you glance backwards, and you see the trash golem shifting— and you see its malleable kind of sludge body changing from this bipedal walking form. Um, and you see bones and uh, pipes and parts of the trash form a spine along its back and a larger dorsal fin. And you see that it's now taken uh, what appears to be basically the form of a shark. A trash shark. I can't say it. Trash shark. It's a trash shark. It's a trash shark. <laughs> oh, no. And I think with that, we're going to go back to Ari. You and Marog are running through the FAE facility. She has you by, I mean, she her hand, her fist is around your entire arm, whereas if she were smaller, she'd have you by the hand. Um... <laughs> I think that, like, as you run through these hallways, you see Goodfellow in uh, the distance. Like, uh, if you walk, if you run across, um, like, a, like a work 
hall, like a work floor. You see him through a window across the way. If you run through a hallway, occasionally doors fly open and you see him in the distance walking towards you. Um, You see him on screens occasionally, but uh, never in true never in 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 physical form just in these images that seem to be everywhere you go um what do you do to get out of here i was under the assumption marog was finding another way out is that not the case uh you you see her struggling you like she leads you down a hallway and then the door on the other end of the hallway the double doors open up and you see this image once again uh, and you're just like being led up, down, and around to avoid this run-in. I want to try to use a way out that I know from my youth in here that she may not know about being a newer agent. Because I was like raised, I was raised here from a child, you know, and she came here a little later. Right. Why don't you read a bad situation? I can do it. Seven on the dice plus two is nine. Hold one. What is our best way out? You know the way to an area that Goodfellow may not think to look for you as you escape here. Um, And it's also a place where you can't create a tear here in the facility. You know that you can do it from this place because you've seen it before. Merog, follow me. I can get us out of here. I know a place that Goodfellow does not know. Well, Goodfellow knows it. It's his office. Oh, good. You've seen Sieb make a tear in and out of Sieb's office. I'm Of Goodfellow's office. That's true. We need to go to the gazebo, Merog. Into the belly of the beast. I can create a tear from there. That seems like a pretty bad idea, but... I don't think we have any better ones right now. Goodfellow is closing in upon us. <sighs> okay, um... Will you lead the way? Of course. Take my hand. You know a good, quick, and sneaky way into Goodfellow's office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna need you once again to act under pressure to get through there. Plus weird. Yes. Seven plus two is nine. Okay. Um, you know a quick way there. I think that you know also that Goodfellow will know that you are going there if you take this shortcut. I think that the advantage is, the success here is that you're not going to be there on Goodfellow's terms. You will have... Um, a moment to make this tear before Goodfellow's able to, uh, you know, do anything too drastic. But he will be there in his office or arrive as you're trying to make this tear. He will be there in his office or arrive while I'm trying to make this tear. Great. Those are both horrible things. <laughs> you You go through a door and you find yourself running along the ceiling. And from the opposite direction, you see... Uh, Ari and Marog and Ari with this ruff around his neck uh, you see this uh, reflection of the two of you running towards you 
Um, but below you, and you're walking on the ceiling. Yeah, it's real like mirror dimensiony. You walk by a diversion, a an open doorway, and Marog senses that you're approaching the office of Goodfellow, and she says, "Ari, we the deal. We can't go before uh, we find the file." I I would like to. Um... Look around at some of these doors and see if I could find my way to the records room since they've redecorated. You look around and read. I this feels more like read a bad situation. I guess what's my best way in is what you're getting. What you're getting at here. Oh well, okay. That's uh, nine on the dice plus two is an eleven. Hold three. Uh, let's. What is my best way in parentheses to the records room and parentheses. <laughs> You're in this weird, like, upside-down mirror hallway, and you obviously forward. This was your shortcut. Forward is to mm-hmm. Goodfellow's office, where you know you can tear through out of this place back home. Uh, but yeah, there is this deviant pathway, this uh, corridor off to the left, where you have paused, and the records room is just down that way. Um. Uh, are there any dangers that Marog and I haven't noticed? I think you know the presence of Goodfellow is just surrounding you. You don't know, you can't pinpoint exactly where he is, but you just have this like overwhelming sense that Goodfellow is just, it's just a matter of moments before Goodfellow figures out where, uh, where you know, closes in on you so to speak. Following that vein, what is the most vulnerable to me in the sense of what can I do to try to tr- cover my tracks a little bit? Mm. I think that you, I think in these, in this hallway, you, you, you chose this as your shortcut because you knew it is more or less unused. Um, mm-hmm. in, in this hallway, you're, going to be fine but as soon as you are in the records room or goodfellow's office um that is where he will be able to confront you well, then we must be swift and i'm going to lead marog to the records room at the end of this corridor there is a push door that has one of those metal bars across the uh middle of it mm-hmm. and there's a flickering light that has this kind of buzzing as it flicks on and off and you and Marog push through this door and you uh, run into the room except you find yourself floating uh, like you were in those uh, in that corridor with all the doors except in this one there are uh, rectangular filing cabinets just floating all around you and this expanse is much more vast uh you see for uh for eons you can see um floating filing cabinets ori uh how are we going to find it before goodfellow gets here you don't happen to see x through z anywhere do you oh that would be convenient i think we're in the a's (laughs) 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 i'd actually might like to see my file but that's for another time (laughs) 
It's a good point. There's no time for that. That's that's another day. It's probably full of horribly mean things anyway. Um <clears throat> We don't have time to look through all these file cabinets. Would you mind if I borrowed, well, uh, if I took one of your strands of hair? Um, you may not remember this, but I once um, summoned your father with a strand of your hair, and I feel I could do the same to summon his permanent record. Uh, sh- sure, yeah. Uh, sounds good. She, I think she reaches up to her own head and plucks out a hair and hands it to you rather than allowing you to, to do it yourself. Fuck it. That's nice. Um, yeah, maybe this is just holding the hair out in front of me and like it starts to burn green a little bit and then some green smoke just kind of starts to shake up all the papers in the room. You hear the rattling of countless papers like this, like um, this thunderous cacophony of rattling papers and opening and shutting cabinet drawers. And why don't you roll use magic? I'm oh, give shit, you I forgot. Plus two, because you have both Marog's help and you're in the wild here, so. Look at me now, Dad. If you fail, you're fired from the podcast. That's fine. I got a nine plus four is a 13. I've, I've rolled the exact same numbers I rolled last time. That's very strange. So I think that, like... Doctor Strange style, you see this swarm of filing cabinets like almost begin to fold in on itself and like peel away layers of these things. And then it just it makes an opening like a vortex of an area where there aren't any filing cabinets and you see one floating closer to you from the distance and uh its middle drawer opens and a file floats out of it toward you. I'll hand it to Marag. Yeah, she snatches it up and says, okay, we better go. Yeah, they're not going to be happy about this. You run until you are falling suddenly and you land on soft grass and you are in the clearing, the, the jungle clearing by the gazebo. Mm, is Goodfellow here? You don't see him. Perfect. I'm going to pull out the sword and begin to make a tear. Let's get your roll and see what happens here. Okay. Plus weird. Isn't it just uh, 10 on the dice plus 2 is 12. Nice. That's amazing. Very good. Wonderful. Uh, where are you making this tear to? Uh, just above the point in the ocean. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Into the tempest. Oh. <laughs> so you make this tear, and I think Merog jumps through um, immediately. You sort of key, you know, you have to close it behind you, or Goodfellow, you know, obviously will follow you or whatever. Merog, go. I'm right behind you. You look behind you to see Goodfellow uh, arriving in the clearing, in his office. And I think that he stops. He does not even make a move to get closer to you uh, because he sees that, you know, you've basically escaped. Yeah, I've got one hand in the tear, holding it open. He drops any pretense of being violent. There's no glowing eyes. He is not turning into his true form, his fae form, his fairy form. 
Um, mm-hmm. He is remaining that unassuming, uh, suited old man, uh, the agent Goodfellow persona that he has. And he looks at you with um, sort of an expressionless look, and he says, One day, I found my garden overgrown. On Hallow's Eve, I deigned to travel there. And though I was out walking all alone, I picked a weed and saw some beauty there. Then, woe, the weed fancied himself a rose. He grew so fierce, I found my finger pricked. Too weak to keep, the weed in winter froze. It's picker, I found I was worried sick. I picked a weed and had to throw it back. Though I had hoped that blossoms it would bring, the promise of finding a sweet lilac. Among the shrubs that look so drab and green. But in the end, a weed is still a weed. No matter how much care you give the seed. You speak an infinite deal of nothing, Robin Goodfellow. I will see you soon. And I go through the tear. And it closes behind you. I just want Sarah to see me in my rough, so I went to where she was. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Nothing but the rough, baby. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of rough, Sarah, nice. you're in a pretty rough situation. Mm. Yeah. Do we like that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, thank you. Thanks for asking. Ray Ray, I'm, we're going to go to Ray Ray here, actually. Ray Ray, you're, you <laughs> emerge you. from the... <laughs> the way you said it it's just, just getting my hopes up and then just letting them down i mean it's my turn <laughs> i know i'm kidding i'm kidding it is ray ray you emerge from the center of this portal and you uh, i i want to say you like just the force of re-entering this world like shoots you up like you majestically jump up out of this uh, water and you land up on the stone uh, edge of it, the rim. You don't see you don't see Sarah. Uh, you see something moving off in the water. What do you do? Uh, I head up towards whatever I see. Uh, yeah, you see like a dorsal fin that looks to be made of some kind of dead. Uh, fish bones and it seems to be attached to a body uh, made of trash and refuse and sludge can I put two and two together this seems to be something like a trash golem yeah yeah the texture of its skin seems to be very much like that yes I want to try something oh boy (laughs) Um, I would like to swim up to said trash golem I want to Grab my gem, yank it down the trash column. Okay. I want to like yank it down in the water, holding my gem. I want to look at it and say, leave. Okay, awesome. Um, Yeah, you jump into the water from the stone, you know, passage platform, whatever, and you do this and 
I think it, I mean, you know, you're, you've essentially kind of tackled it, right? Uh, yeah, basically. Um, so it like makes its best effort to like turn around and look at you uh, with its shark maw. I think you just get this like intense um, caterwaul of unintelligible sound. Uh, and I want you to investigate a mystery. Okay. Um, I do get plus one on this since I'm in. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. So that is a seven. (laughs) Okay, hold one. (laughs) So that's good. (laughs) (laughs) You would, upon jumping into the water, see Sarah, who is like. She's making her way along the bottom of the, I mean, obviously holding her breath underwater, but making her way up along the bottom of the platform. I guess what can hurt it? In terms of like the, I if I'm picking up what you're putting down, you're trying to figure out if you can control this thing the way Calliope does with your gym. Yes, that is essentially what I want to do. So maybe what is being concealed here is better? I don't know. Yeah, that works. I think that works better. I agree. Um, either way, I think that you can tell now, understanding the way this magic, this futuristic tech magic works, uh, you have the wrong gym. You have the gym that allows you to connect with the natural world and transform transform yourself into some sort of animalistic form. Um, but there's one of the different colored gems is used to control these trash golems. All right. Well, I tried. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, both of you, what do you do? Sarah, are you continuing to make your way towards the boat? Yeah. Uh, is it still, uh, is it obvious to me that it's like hostile? Like it's still trying to, yeah, in fact, I think it kind of flings you off of it through uh, some sort of strain, like almost like, you know, it has this uh, amorphous trash body. I think that without like going full limbs, it sort of punches you off of it with parts of its body kind of protruding um, rapidly, which is odd, but. So this is a little hardcore, but I heard you mention earlier in describing it. And I just want to know if this is something that you can like physically see or if it's like more sunk into it now. But you mentioned that a piping made up its like spinal cord. Yeah. Is that something you can like see? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just want to rip its spine in half. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. OK. Um, Sarah, what are you doing while he does this? I am trying my best to get out of the water. I'm like a wet cat. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) You're able to make your way towards the boat. Uh, You're only going to run into trouble if Ray Ray messes up his role. Ray Ray, why don't you kick some ass? That's uh, 12. Um, Okay. Why don't you... Pick an enhanced effect, right? I would just like to do <laughs> all of the harm. Fair. Just just all of it. Um, so that will be 
it's not ignore armor. So that's three harm. Uh, so six harm. <laughs> you do exactly what you told me you wanted to do. You rip the pipe out of its back and parts of its sludgy, grimy body dissipate into the water. The part that does not is its shark maw and you see this like beheaded part of it uh come at you through some murky water that had been created by ripping its spine out and you get bitten around your uh torso for three harm okay that's not great but i'm okay um and i want you to roll plus tough plus tough yeah, custom move with the trash golem. I don't know that I've ever done, ever used. That is a 10. Yeah, then you get bit by these shark teeth. Uh, um, the sea trash, whenever you're hit by the tr- the trash part of this creature, it has a chance of like infecting you. Uh, okay. You manage to avoid this. I am trash. <laughs> <laughs> So, Sarah, you begin to crawl back up onto the boat. Um, and you see now that there's a another large figure standing on the portal platform. Is it Marog? Well, yes, but you're supposed to be afraid of it first. <laughs> <laughs> is, she, is it blue? It's... It's Marog, since you're no fun. (laughs) (laughs) And then shortly after, um, Ari hops down from a tear in the sky, uh, and he's wearing a uh, big, poofy neck piece. What the fuck? (laughs) Are we late to the party? I apologize. I can't talk. Kill the room. Why are you soaking wet? I'm kill, so wet. Kill the runes. Yes, get them. Get them. <laughs> stop. Stop the magic. Is Ray Ray within sight? He's underwater. I haven't even noticed Ray Ray yet. Uh, you would have seen. You saw. I mean, yeah, no, you absolutely would have seen okay. Ray Ray plunge into the water and rip the shark in half as you, okay, as you cool. swam your way back towards the boat. <laughs> cool, cool. QR theme music. Because the gang's back together and Ray Ray's ripping shit in half. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, sure. I'll take a look at these runes. See if there's anything I can do to them. Um, why don't you? Uh huh. Investigate a mystery. I'd love to. Thank you. Plus, Sean. Uh, you know what? Just for fun, I'm gonna pop Ignis out too. Like they helped me with the runes when we first encountered them in Tallahassee. So. Now the gang really is all here. Exactly. I'm also trying to get a plus one. Yeah, no, you get a plus one. Thanks. Uh, That is eight on the dice, plus one is nine, plus two is 11. Dang, dude, hold two. Yeah, can't fail today for some reason. Um, What can hurt it? I think that, oh, check this shit out. I can't wait. I think Ignis, as you let them out, flies into the runes and disappears, and the flashing multicolored light all turns 
uh, blue with a slight hint of green um, so you can read everything more clearly. Thank you, Ignis. You see pretty clearly now uh, that this magic, while it resembles the runes of the Fae, is set up more like a machine. And you see that Sarah has already disrupted the current. This portal has been successfully disrupted. Oh, thank God I did something. <laughs> oh, very good. So in, term, in terms of what can hurt it, <laughs> uh, it would be moving on to the next. Let's go, let's go, let's okay. go. Hold on, I've got a few more questions here. I don't know if Maron can fit in the boat. <laughs> Sorry, Maron. Oh, yeah, she, she can, can size. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> Sorry, that was offensive. Um, I want a better understanding of what it can do so I can better understand how to redirect it. I know what it does, but I know, want to know what it can do. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I have two options for where to redirect it, but I need to know how. If I can't get that information, that's fine. But... I'm here in front of it, and I have an extra hold, so I'm going to ask. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, so what can it do is what you're going with here. I think that's the best. Uh, unless a phenomenon mystery could help me out better. Let's pop into that book real quick. Oh, yeah, pop right into that book real I'm gonna, quick. Hold on, just hold on while I pop. Also, I'm offended nobody's asking me about my ruffle. <laughs> I, I said, <laughs> what the fuck? You said, what the fuck, but you say that a lot when I joined. Um <laughs> but I don't think any of those will help. So maybe just what can it do would be the best one. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll give you a lot of broad information. Some of it is kind of reiterating stuff from before. Um, That's fine. I have a short-term memory. But this, the the three portals together bring Atlantis, right? Like they... Yep are here to not only offer like ways to pass between the two worlds, uh, but also to summon it here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what it does. You can. So like, basically if you could find a way to move the three massive stone structures, they're what is directing. Okay the 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 you know where atlantis is going to appear and subtract from the world are these like this one in particular is it like a ring on the water floating or i mean floating but not moving or is it a tower it is a ring i i I described sarah as like treading along the bottom of it earlier so yeah it's it's like like it's like a, a disc in stasis it's not like moving with the water Correct. So these physically need to be moved. Hey, Ray Ray. Well, Ray Ray's still underwater. Let's <laughs> Ray Ray. Am I, am I there? <laughs> Let's move back to Ray Ray. I'll Ray bait. Ray, you're being you're underwater being bitten by <laughs> Oh, I thought the shark was in half. It is, but its head is still intact and biting sure. and biting Ray Ray. And it's about to bite him again. What do you do? I just knock it off. <laughs> just knock it off trying to destroy it or knock it off. Uh, trying to escape. Uh, trying to escape. I mean, it can't swim. It's just a fucking head. I just want to knock it off of me. Um. Why don't you read a bad situation? Oh, I guess it can swim. Okay. <laughs> it's like Sharpedo. I was about to say, it can just reform and shit. 
That's a uh, eight. Okay, hold one. What's my best way out? <laughs> um, you see, my soft move I'll take here is that you see parts of the deteriorated trash flesh begin to form together, and you recall that until dried out, the sea trash beast cannot be fully destroyed. Uh, your best way out is, uh, you know, up. And you can act under pressure to try and escape from this biting uh, shark head. I will do that. <laughs> plus cool. I'll give you plus one from your read a bad situation, plus one ongoing while the information right. is relevant. Dope. Well, that is a uh, 15. What the fuck? That's boxcars <laughs> plus three. Is that one advanced for you? It indeed is. So you may choose to either do what you wanted and something extra or do what you wanted to absolute perfection. Uh, I think I would like to just swim up to the boat with the thing attached to me. Oh. And get out and then just throw it. Just like throw the fucking head as far as far away as possible. Yeah, so I I think, like, visually it would be fun, just like they see the trash monster head pop up. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, but it's my arm grabbing the boat. <laughs> I love this. Uh, yeah, so the others of you, you see Ray Ray chuck this uh, shark head up onto the boat, <laughs> the deck of the boat, and then he, he emerges and uh, joins you. What have you all been up to? Right, why'd you go in there? For this. I hold up my gym. you enjoyed that episode but kids i have a quick public service announcement to oh, make to you oh no. it's not cool to do drugs it's not cool to write sonnets <laughs> <laughs> writing sonnets will never get you laid do drugs instead